Um, let's uh, Alana, uh, Alana, let's let's record after we uh, come back from our our, our little groups. Okay. I picked it because I think we all you know deal with this one different different meaning. I mean, different wanting, different desires, but. To me, it's not a it's not a bad thing. It, it, it's I don't see anything wrong with uh, it's a motivator to me to see somebody that's got a nice this, a nice this, or doing better, living better, or acting better. It should instead of in, invoking jealousy and envy is within us, it should give us to say, well, you know what, I, I, I'm gonna work and get that, I'm gonna save to get that. It's kind of a you know to you know back and forth. But I feel it's a motivator. When you see people with something, your neighbor, your friend, it motivates you to do right. But in in a sense, it, it depends on the individual's heart, though. Heart, because the word covetous is just an insatiable desire to find fulfillment, meaning, or purpose in things instead of God. See, that's the main thing. Just as long as you don't put these stuff that you want or, you know, before God, it's, it's all the heart, but but it's not a bad thing to covet, because even the words that covet the, covet the best gifts in the in the Bible, the spiritual um, gifts, the anointing, prophecy, we can cover things like that. But I feel we can cover things that we want, like a better education, you know, like like my nephew, my 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 grandson got, he's a lawyer. I, Covered that. I would like to be up there, but I don't. I don't feel I do it in a envious, jealous, wicked way. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So, so if it means that if it makes any sense, it's nothing bad with coveting, as long as you don't be an excessive freaky about about what you're covering, and to cover the things and the gifts of God, the spirit of God, the love of God, you know, covet those things that are pure, righteous, and just, but covered cover things that'll give you a better living motivator to do okay. better for yourself and those around you. Go ahead. Somebody's going to go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Alana, see if your brother was still on. Uh, coveted. I agree. Um, I think that's tough. Now, the easiest one you probably think is the eighth commandment. Thou shall not steal, right? Right. No, I think the easiest one would be bear false witness. Bear false witness. Okay, okay, okay. Thou shall not steal. When we think of that, we think of what? Not stealing from each other, right? Mm -hmm. So another aspect of this command, I hope you're sitting down, is... Refusing to give what is required of you. That's stealing. Yes, you should not steal, but that 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 woman wanted Sister Pat to steal that purse from Goodwill. He said, You give me five dollars, this purse is yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that is thou shall not steal. But thou shall not steal also is are you stealing time from God? Are you stealing talents and gifts that God is giving you? See, when you don't use your time to praise God, when you don't use the gifts God is giving you and the talents God is giving you, you are stealing. 
when them hands ain't clapping when they supposed to be, you are stealing. When you ain't up telling God, thank you for all you've done and all you are getting ready to do, you are stealing. When you give Keith Sweat more praise at the concert than you give God on Sunday who woke you up, that is considered stealing. Thou shall Amen. not All steal. right now. I like That's that. Stealing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's still we, we when we think thou should not steal, we think well, as long as I don't take this 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 Snickers bar or this nice lingerie from uh 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 uh, uh, uh what's the place uh, uh Victoria's Secrets, I'm good to go. But no, you can be stealing because you ain't using what God has given you for God's purpose. Amen. Now, this ain't the first thing that comes to your mind, but nonetheless, theft is to refuse to be generous with what God has given you. If God bless, oh, oh, are you stingy people that don't want to give to the church, but you want to give to the strip club? That's stealing. God gave you that money. Refusal to be generous is a it's scandalous for a child of God. People of God should be the most generous people in the world because we recognize and embrace the biblical teaching that we are not owners, but you, we are managers. See, you don't own nothing that you have. Look around your house, go to the garage, open that refrigerator and freezer, go find that beat up wig and the new wig you just bought. None of that is yours. You just managing that. All of that belongs to the God that woke you up this morning. Don't get quiet. Say amen or hell no. Well, no, I don't believe. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> sure. All right. The Bible says everything we have is a gift from God. First Corinthians 4 and 7 says, for who makes you so superior? What do you have that you didn't receive? If in fact you did receive it, why do you boast as if you haven't? God is the owner. So what, it, what the scripture is saying is God has leased all these things to you. He is the landlord. He is the man. He is the owner of the business. And he has put you in position to take care of the things of the business. So you have no right uh, uh, to, to, to not use what he's given you because he is the business owner. Amen. That's like you go. That's like you going into the gas station and said, "Can I get twenty on five? And the man said, "No, nah, no, no, no. That's my gas. No, no. It's important. We must remember that everything we get comes through God's grace. Everything you have tonight comes through the grace of God. The fact that you made it home from your work is because of the grace of." God. That job that you have is because of the grace of God. Now, sometimes we get confused. We, we start to get full of ourselves and we think we did all of this. You ain't did nothing. There, you, there was nothing you could do without God. You couldn't even get your, you couldn't even save yourself. You couldn't even deliver yourself had it not been for the grace of God, the strength of God. So, mm -hmm. 
The Bible says, even though uh, it's so, even though you do not own them, you are responsible for him. So again, remember, a manager is employed to manage on behalf of the owner. Managers are entrusted by the owner and held accountable by the owner. So the Bible says in First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty. Don't you not own your body? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is for God. You are not your own, for you are bought by a price. So glorify the Lord with your body. You must be on guard against greed. Greed is dangerous because it's the belief that everything we have is for us. So remember, you don't even know your body is not even yours. That's what we talked about that two, three weeks ago. Your body is the is the church. That's why you are the church, because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you don't own anything. So don't get greedy uh, because greedy becomes dangerous because you think, well, I don't I, 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 I work for all of this. I'm the one that stayed up all night. I'm the one that went to school. I'm the one that had to battle for all of this. No, that was God that gave you the strength. That was God that gave you the grace that is God that opened those doors none of these things are yours if you are if you too greedy and you trying to hold back the things that God is giving you to assist other people then you are stealing from the kingdom of God Amen. so greed is an assumption that everything is yours and we must not be selfish hoarders but we should be what cheerful givers we should give cheerfully uh, all the time and not just financially when you give your time you should be cheerful when you pray for folks you should be careful when you give your shoulder to lean on you should be cheerful when you give your ear to listen you should be cheerful you should be cheerful in everything you give because everything you give comes from god amen we got some folks that want to don't don't want to give nothing. Don't want to give nothing. We give glory to God when we are generous because we testify to others that God is our supreme good and he is worthy of all our time, talent and treasure. So I guess my question tonight is and somebody can answer, do you steal time from God? Who owns your time? I remember when I used to go to church all the time at St. John, Lord, help mercy. I thought I was doing what God wanted me to do. And he said, boy, I don't even have time for you because you up there more than you are with me. I was stealing time from God. Do you steal time from God? We always make time for what is important. If you believe that God is most important, then you will give God all your time because uh, you are his living sacrifice. This means you are uh, diligent to give your schedule to God and ask him to fill in the appointments and set the agenda you steal time from God when you do not give him all of your time and allow him to set your schedule what occupies most of your time do you make time for every day to worship God have you made a moment today to worship God amen Amen. I mean, I mean, dang, I mean, why you why you smoking your cigarette while you drinking your coffee to work? You could be worshiping God on the highway. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Why are you looking for that wig that you took off last night? I swear I put it under. You could be giving God. Thank you, Lord. Have you made any time to worship him? If you haven't made any time to worship God, then you're stealing from God. Thou shall not steal. Then the Bible says, do you steal your talents from God? God has given you talents. 
We've been created, designed, and gifted by God for his glory and our good. You steal from God when you do not use your God-given talents for his glory. Are you using your gifts and talents selfishly or for the benefit of others? Some of y'all can sing but won't sing. Some of y'all can dance but won't dance. You will slide down the pole but you won't slide down the heavenly bow of God. Some of y'all can preach but won't preach. Some of y'all can pray but won't pray. Some of y'all God is given confidence to speak his good news but you won't use your talents for God. You will just sit back and just oh I'm shy oh I'm not comfortable well oh guess what you stealing from the kingdom of God amen okay. come on stepped on some toes amen man. it's quiet amen. as hell in this building come on okay <laughs> okay we'll use our talents for man but we won't use our talents for God. We got a lot of people in the church. We got a lot of people in the church. You should be doing more. You got God didn't give you those talents just for you to sit on them. He gave you the talents so you can bring souls to the kingdom. Amen. It ain't just all, oh, oh, Minister Jamal gonna bring all the souls. No, it's not. Uh, Sister Pat gonna bring some souls. Sister Cormac gonna bring some souls. Maisha gonna bring some souls. Alana gonna bring some souls. First Shayla gonna bring some souls. Addis gonna bring some souls. Mama in Michigan gonna bring some souls. Coco, you gonna bring some souls. Allison gonna bring some souls. Tank gonna bring some coal. Marquita, David, Jacoby, Ed Jr gonna bring some stuff. Mr. Brickhouse gonna bring some stuff. See, and, and you know how? Oh, well, I'm not a preacher. You don't gotta preach to bring some soul. All you gotta do is use your talents and God's gift that he gave you, and you gonna win some souls for the kingdom of God. Amen. Preach. Amen. So you need to ask yourself, yeah. check yourself. Okay, I, 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 well, well, I didn't steal nothing today because I paid for my coffee at Starbucks. I paid for my gas. But yes, have you been stealing time and not been using your talents for God? You, if so, you're a thief in the eyes of the Lord. You would think I was stealing from God. Sister Pat, when I didn't want to preach. Now, when I was little, mm -hmm. and mama on here, she mm -hmm. can testify. When I was little, when I was three or four, and I was on that gold, uh, gold bucket, whatever I was on, the gold, I was, I was, God was using me. I was preaching to everybody. Hey, you, you need to do this and do that. When I got older, I started to steal from God because I didn't want to do that. I, I didn't want to use my talents for that. I wanted to use my talents for something else. But that's stealing from God. See, we don't take what does not belong to us and we don't misuse what does not ultimately belong to us. You need to make sure you using you giving your time to God. You give your time to everybody else. You give your time to your haters. You give your time to the people who want to stab you in the back. You give your time too much time to this person and that person, but you don't give enough time to the person that woke you up, the person that brought you through, the person that brought you out, the person that delivered you, the person that elevated you. You need to give your time, some time to God. If not, you are stealing. And then look at yourself in the mirror. Are you using the gifts that God has given you for the kingdom of God? Yes, some of us been sitting on them gifts. Shoot. Well, I, I, God gave me the gift to do hair. You can do hair and bless people. God gave me the gift to do makeup. You can do makeup and be a blessing to people. God gave me the gift to cook. You can cook and be a blessing to people. Amen. God gave me the gift to draw. You can draw and be a blessing. See, there's, see, there's more than one ways to skin a cat. I believe they say, that what they say, a chicken, mm -hmm. what they call the sister Pat, skin yeah. something. 
Okay, there's more than one way. Okay, God, God uses a bunch of Mr. Dwayne is my is, is, is a, my barber and a mentor. He uses his barber shop to win souls for God. He preaches in that thing. You at work, you at work this week. Have you been using the gifts that God has given you to uplift and encourage people? Yes. You've been stealing from God. What's the night? Uh, mama, 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 put us on mute. Put us on mute. Put us on mute. Yeah, you didn't put my daddy all on front street. See that you see using your gifts. What's the ninth commandment? The ninth commandment what? talks about witnessing. Yeah, yeah what's the ninth commandment? Witness. You should not bear false witness. Against okay, what does that mean, is. someone? Anyone? What does that mean? Lying on somebody. Lying on somebody. Okay. Put your mouth on somebody. <laughs> Put your mouth. Okay. The ninth commandment <laughs> talks about witnessing the truth. Be faithful in your words. Your lips should bring life, not destruction. Have you been speaking life this week or destruction? What have you been speaking? Life. What have you been speaking this life. week? What is a witness? Can somebody tell me what a witness is? Like lying for somebody? Like well, saying no. you didn't see something. Okay. Okay. A witness is someone who has knowledge in rev in, in to a relevant event or a matter of interest either oral or written. So the Bible says thou should not bear false witness. Now, who does anybody know who the false, who was the first false witness was? In the garden. That's right, Sister Pat. The devil, the father of lies. He was the first one. He was the first one to bear false witness because he went to Eve and said, Eve, I assure you, if you, if you eat this apple, you won't die. God is trying to hold stuff from you. You will not die. He bear false witness. Cain. Mm -hmm. Cain lied to God. He bear false witness. Jacob was a master of the sea. Joseph's brother they said he was bear false witness. The truth, hide the truth, or neglect to tell the truth. And reality is, God loves the truth. He delights in truth. He upholds the truth because He is the God of truth. Amen. We've been lying. We've been lying to hell this week, haven't we? <laughs> mm -hmm. Woo. Yep. Yes. But the God you serve is the God of truth. As the sovereign creator of all things, God established the truth and has revealed his truth in his word. So bearing false witness is lying, is a sin that, that is done in a, a, a many ways, conspiracy, false accusations, and so on and so forth. Now, this is what I want you to take notice of. Now, when you bear false witness, this is what it violates. It denies the truth, which is a form of denying God. And when you go around lying, you are denying God. Because God is the God of what? Truth, right? Truth, yes. Okay. 
So when you go around lying, when you go around telling folks, uh, and that's why you need to be careful when you go around preaching, you better make sure you know what you're talking about because you could be bearing false witness because you didn't heard something for the pip and the poo pit and he making up stuff. Now you didn't ran off and go around telling other people, oh, if you get a divorce, you're going to hell. Oh, you can't drink. Oh, God doesn't like cigarettes. Oh, that's bearing false witness. Be careful. Mm -hmm. Bearing false witness also separates us from the light of truth and it makes us prisoners of darkness and a form of self-imprisonment. See, when we lie, when we go around lying, we are chained. That's a stronghold. Uh, what was that Marquita said? Uh, the shackles are breaking. Yeah, the only one, one of the main reasons we have shackles on because we lie. We got a lot of people in our family, a lot of people we in relationships, they won't change, not because they don't want to, but because they're lying to themselves. They don't believe they need to change. They believe everything is all right. Now you see the truth, but they can't see the truth because they're in darkness and you are in light. Wow. They got quiet on me again. Let me say it again. They see the truth. Right. You you see the truth because God has opened your eyes, right? Yeah. Do you? Do, do you remember that at one point you were in darkness? When you were in that crack house, you were in darkness. When you were drunk at the bar, you were in darkness. When you were sliding down that pole, when you were being pimped and holed out on the corner, when you were in jail, when you were manipulated and being ratchet and trifling, you were in darkness, but God has delivered you to the light. Now there's other folks who are still in darkness because they believe the lie and the liars has them shackled. The lie has them tied down. Man. Amen. Okay. And when we go around lying, it lowers our personal integrity or value. Now, what's one thing? Don't you, <laughs> when you know somebody is a liar, what do you start thinking about? Not good. Not good. Right. They could come to you and say, I got cancer. What's the first thing you're going to say? He lying. <laughs> now <laughs> they might really have cancer but because they have played what was that little what's that little uh that little dude that used to go around talking about there's the wolf there's the wolf there's the wolf and the wolf would have in there and then the, the one time the wolf was wolf. Okay, the boy that cried wolf. Because they mm -hmm. didn't cry wolf so much, now they really got cancer and don't nobody want to help them because they've been going around lying so much. See, that's why you got to be careful with what comes out of your mouth. Amen. Now, the, now there's rewards for telling the truth. Salvation. See, salvation comes from telling the truth. Joy. Man, you know how much joy you have when you tell the truth? You know how much, uh, 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 how, how, how exhausting it is when you're going around lying, trying to remember the same lie, trying to make sure the lie is this way, trying to make sure, did I tell her that lie or did I tell him this lie? I don't know who I lied to. See, all the joy is sucked out of life because you're trying to keep up with all your lies very frustrated. I used to be a liar because I used to, woo, boy, I used to have this woman, that woman, and that woman, but since the pet, I ran out of juice trying to keep up with all them lies. <laughs> she said, Jamal, didn't you tell me you was here? I said, no, I told you I was there. Then I said, damn, I told the other one I was there. I'm lying too much. I can't keep up with it. So, so at some point, I started writing down the lies, but they still got too exhausting. Jesus. <laughs> I told... 
I told Ashley this. I told uh, 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 old girl that. Okay, I said, now when did I tell her this? I told her this Monday at three o'clock. I told her this Tuesday at four. And then I started losing my notes. So I said, you know what? That has to be an easier way. <laughs> the best tell way the is truth. to tell the truth. See, the see, truth. see, and when you tell the truth, guess what? You get favor with men and God. Because mm -hmm. when people believe that you are a truth teller, when, when oh man, that's when you get grace. That's when you get favor. Amen. And favor from God. Amen. That was good. See, <laughs> now remember, now the, now the ultimate lie is thinking we have no sin and no need for God. That's mm -hmm. the worst lie right there. We got a whole bunch of people who don't think right now who believe they don't need to be delivered. We got some folks who need to be on this Bible study right now, but they too busy playing. Woe is me because they don't believe they need to be delivered. Amen. That's the worst lie right there. The ultimate truth is that all those who are honest will acknowledge that they are sinners and need the blood of Jesus to wash away their sins every day. Yes. That's the truth. Amen. That's the real truth. Amen. When you can say, when you can wake up tomorrow and say, Father, forgive me for all yes. my sins, yes. knowingly and unknowingly, that's a truth teller right there. When you can look Amen. in the mirror and say, I know I need the forgiveness and the grace of God because I know I'm a sinner saved by grace. That's yeah. real truth. Amen. Amen. Right. Lord, forgive me. That's right. Jesus. Yes. Good word. That's why I love. That's why I love Sister Co Sister Comac can get up and say, "Hey, I know what I've done. I know where I fell short. I know my struggles, but I know my God is good, and I know I need His grace and forgiveness." See that? Now that's that's real church people. That's the real. Amen. See, the problem with the church is. They all in there lying. Yeah. Uh, hold on, what, now 20 years ago, you was getting high with me. Now you want to act like you above me? See, that's the problem with the church. The church don't want to the church don't want to act like they still need God's grace and forgiveness. They believe now that they've been baptized and now they got all these big old titles. I'm bishop so-and-so, apostle so-and-so, deacon so-and-so. They believe they're above reproach. But what the church has to realize, you still a sinner saved by grace, saved by deacon so-and-so. That ain't your wife, Pastor So and so. That ain't your wife. Hey, Sister So and so. What is that in your hand? You smell a little high and a little drunk. See, they don't believe they need that anymore. But that's that's the worst lie. You can tell a lot of lies, but the worst lie you can tell is I don't need God no more. I don't need I, I'm good now. I've been baptized. I'm good now. I've been sitting in the front of the church for 30 years. I'm good now. I know all the scriptures. I'm good now. No, you lying to yourself. You lying to yourself. You a sinner. You a sinner. You lying to yourself. We sinned all day today. We need forgiveness. You didn't sin and didn't even realize that you need forgiveness. That's the biggest lie. Mm -hmm. What's the man? Ooh. Alana, what's my 10th commandment? We're going to get y'all out of here. I'm, I'm actually not supposed to be preaching. Uh, the Tiff commandment. Oh, here we go. Sister Pat said covetness. Okay. You should okay. not covet your neighbor's house, your neighbor's wife, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Okay. We have a problem with wanting what other people have. Right? Amen. That's an issue. Yeah. Right? We always want yeah. some more stuff. I mean, I mean. My women always want somebody else's man. My men always want somebody else's woman. And we talked about that on Sunday. What we talk about, uh, that is not your ass or donkey, whatever you prefer to say. 
and what mm-hmm. and, 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 and one of the things that we we talked about on Sunday is look here if <laughs> you can't ride on somebody else's donkey because that ain't your donkey to ride on stop mm-hmm. coveting what God has given someone else and a lot mm-hmm. of us have a problem with being what content have you been content this week of what God has given you yes this week not Be content. We got to be content. Mm-hmm. Allison says mm-hmm. she can't hear us. We got to be content. The 10th commandment looks at our motivations. The word covet translates into the word desire. We are to be satisfied and content with what we have. This commandment, do not covet, shows that obedience to all the other commandments begins in the heart. This commandment shows us true obedience is not complete without heart obedience so you can't even follow none of these commandments until you get your heart right amen amen see a lot of us need a heart transplant a heart transformation a heart transfer we that's why that's why the church the church is a hospital why because god does heart transplants he's the doctor he's the surgeon he's gonna take out your old trifling nasty dirty evil ratchet heart and replace it with his heart full of love peace joy goodness meekness temperance and faith come on amen they, and people say, why the church? Why the church so mean? The church so mean because a lot of people have had appointments with the doctor God, the surgeon God, and they've declined to sit on the table. They said, no, again, they lied to themselves. No, I'm good. I've been baptized. But they forgot they went in a dry devil and now they've come out a wet devil. And you can't change that devil until that devil has a heart change. Right. Amen. So covetness comes from the heart. You covet things because of what's in your heart. You you desire things because what's in your heart. Okay, so the Bible says in Matthew 15, was that 15, 18, I believe through 20, it says, but those things which perceive out of our mouth come from the heart. And they defile a man, for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, theft, false witnesses, and blasphemy. These are the things that defile a man. So the Bible is saying that what even the stuff you say come from your heart. Everything you do come from your heart. That's why you need to make sure you've let God transform, transplant, replace your heart with the new heart that he has for you. Let God fix it. Let God change it. Change my heart, God. So covetness is ideology. And God ties the 10th commandment about not covenanting to the second commandment against ideology. And when we put our greed and selfishness ahead of God, it becomes what? Idol worship. An idol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. idol. Mm-hmm. So when you start wanting and coveting things more than you are grateful for what God has given you, it become an idol. That's why the Bible tells us to do what? Count your blessings. Have you counted your blessings this week? Amen. Anybody, Amen. have you counted your blessings? Yes, sir. Okay, I mean, Amen. Okay. Your, I, yes. I, I, I know... I know waking up is not a big blessing to some of us. I know I know you want a bigger miracle 
and a bigger uh, victory. But 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 to me, waking up and, and my eyes seeing the ceiling and my feet touching the floor that, that that's the biggest blessing i could have thank you jesus because i didn't have to wake up last yeah, night thank man. you god yeah. i'm Amen. so blessed thank you lord Amen. okay yes thank you shoot all right when thank you went in there and turned that water on and it turned on thank you god when you put that those keys in the car and it turned on and it bagged yeah. out the driveway thank you yeah. jesus yeah. thank you lord yes yeah see Oh, Lord. See, see, Paul says, therefore, put your death members, which are on earth, fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is ideology. Because of all these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of obedience. So you see, he, he says, those who have a coveted problem, you're going to have to deal with the wrath of God. Ouch. That's scary right there. That is. That's scary. Come on now. Now look, he said, look what he said. Fornication, uncleanliness, evil desire, and covetousness have to deal with the wrath of God. So you always wanting what somebody else wants, always asking God for more. If your spirit is never satisfied, man, you got to deal with the wrath of God. Paul says in Ephesians 5 and 5, he said, for this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an idol, who idols has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. So the Bible says those who have a covetous spirit can't even enter the kingdom of God. Which goes to the scripture, get away from me, you workers of iniquity. Never knew you. I never knew you. So for those who covet somebody's position at work, for those who covet somebody's car, those who covet somebody's dress, somebody's wig, somebody's man, wife, for those who just have that coveted spirit, I want more, 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 more. God said, there's no room for you in my kingdom. Jesus says in Matthew 6 and 24, he said, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate one or love the other or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Worshiping wealth separates us from worshiping the true God. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jesus also told us, do not lay up yourselves treasures on earth mm -hmm. where moth and rust destroy, where the thieves break and steal. But lay up your treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break and steal. For where treasure is that's where your heart will be also amen 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 ask yourself tonight amen. where's my heart at where's my heart and people always pray and church says well the bible says god will give me the desires of my heart but that's if your heart has been transformed see when you are a true child of god you ain't praying for everything everybody else pray for because a true child of God know that peace and joy is more important than a Mercedes and rims. Because I can have the Mercedes and rims and be miserable and depressed. But if I have peace, if I have joy, oh glory, I can make it through another day. Right. See, 
That's what a child of God prays for. A child of God ain't praying for a red wig, blue wig, gray, a green wig. If it come, amen. But God, can I get grace? Can I get forgiveness? Can I get favor? I need some. Because remember, the wig going to get burnt up. The wig going to get dried out. The wig going to be in the closet. You can't wear it no more. But grace lasts forever. Favor lasts forever. Woo, thank you, Jesus. I can always have peace and I can always have joy, even when the rigs don't fit or look good no more. Preach, Pastor. That's what come you should on, be praying on. for. <laughs> Amen. Then, Amen. That's what you... That's what a true child of God. God going to give you the wig. He's going to give you the car. He always has. Hasn't he always taken care of you? Hasn't he always made a way? Hasn't he always blessed you? So when you're on your knees, you need to start praying for the things that you know are last forever. The most important things. That's what the Bible says. We are peculiar people. We are peculiar because we don't act like everybody. We don't pray like everybody. We are different because we've been transformed by the word and the power of God. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. So, yes, please tonight. Yeah, pray for some. Pray, pray for love. God, give God, give me some more love. Oh, God, give me joy. I need. Oh, God, give me some peace, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, remove anything from my heart that's not of your ilk and replace it with your fruit of the spirit. You should be praying for some different things. You you should never come to church with a funky spirit and a funky attitude because you got to because you've been praying for something different. Amen. Some of y'all, some of us be praying for that bull crap, and then when it don't come, now you are sad and mad coming in church trying to mess up everybody else's spirit. Get out! Exactly. Come on, amen. I'm gonna start kicking people out too. Me and God already had that conversation. I'm gonna pull you to the side. Hey, look here, man. This is the hospital, and at the hospital, when you have certain illnesses, they quarantine you. We're gonna set you outside right now till you get your spirit together. In amen. Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. No, you know what? No, this is what we're going to do. We're going to offer you what the doctor has because Dr. God has something to change your spirit. He's a pharmacist as well. He'll give you some medicine. But you got to choose. What was that? Morpheus said the red pill or the blue pill. God is offering you one of them. Which one do you want? And, bef- and then we'll go from there. Now, the Bible gives us examples of covenant. Guess who was coveted? Da- didn't David covet Bathsheba? Right. He covered her. He said, oh, look at that fine woman right there. Ooh, glory, hallelujah. He had to wipe his eyes to make sure he was seeing what he was seeing. He said, man, <laughs> and see, see, we see that David did not control his desire in adult, and, and his desire led to what? Adultery, murder, and deception. Now, guess what? We think David's first sin was uh, uh, adultery, but that was his second sin. His first sin was covetousness. He wanted her. Wow. And it wasn't his to have. See, again, that's why you can't get on everybody's ass a donkey, whatever you want to call it, because it ain't yours. Amen. You can't be riding on everybody else's donkey. That wasn't David's donkey to get on. That was that other man's donkey. God had already had another donkey for David. I'm trying to be nice today. I'm Amen. Good. Amen. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. So, control. Control. So. The desire for something forbidden, another man's wife, is covenant. So you see, 
when we give in to greed, we will not be satisfied and there will be, and there will always be desire for more. Some of us, I mean, we got a raise and we still want more. Some of us, God has blessed us with a lot of lovely things and we still want more. We still, oh God, I just need, can I get more? Ah, oh man, I'm not fully satisfied. Because, and guess what? The Even God can give you all those things. You will never be satisfied because the only thing that can satisfy you is God. Amen. We're created Amen. for that. That's the only Amen. thing that will give you peace or joy is God. He did Amen. that on purpose. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy 6 and 6, but godliness actually means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. And the Bible says Amen. in Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, make sure that your character is free from the love of money. Being content with you have, for he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor I will never forsake you. So that we are confident to say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? So God is telling you, why are you worried about that new car that new house that new job why are you trying to be why can't why aren't you satisfied why aren't you grateful for what i've given you i'm not done blessing you there's more and more and more and more just be content for what i've done just, just give me praise for what i've done see a lot of times Amen. we think god is through blessing us no he's Preach. just getting started the Amen. cup is about to run if over can you be content can you give him praise for what he's doing and give him Amen. praise for what he's getting ready to Amen. do. Amen. That was good. Amen. Amen. See, we must learn to be full mm -hmm. with today's blessing. Are you happy with what God gave you today? Amen. Some yeah. of us Amen. haven't even thought about Amen. it. He gave you life. Yes. He gave you air. Amen. He gave you light. You got oh, yo, 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 uh, you you didn't get into an accident. There's still food in the refrigerator. Amen. Your house is still together. Your family is still together. And did you tell him thank you? Thank you for the blessings of today, yeah. God. Thank no, I didn't win the lotto. No, I didn't stumble upon no gold. I didn't find no oil in my backyard. But thank yeah. you for what thank you've you. done yeah. for me today. Yeah. What you've yeah. done to me today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. What you've done for me. Good word. Good word. That's contentment. See, you can be content today because you know that this is what God has provided you today and you can trust that God will provide you tomorrow. That's why yeah. you can be content because yeah. he ain't done yet. He ain't right. done yet. Amen. Come on. Amen. I don't know what Friday going to give yeah. me, but if it's anything like Thursday, yeah. thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He ain't done. I like that. I like That's that. why you Amen. can be content. Thank you, God. Yeah, you can be. No, you didn't win the lotto, but you don't know what, what God got for you tomorrow. Amen. No, you don't got no gold in your backyard, but you don't know Amen. if the gold Amen. won't be there tomorrow. Thank you. No, you didn't yeah. get that car today, but you don't know if the car going to be there tomorrow. Amen. But what you do know is God going to provide you with something. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Glory. So, so not to be thankful or to have endless desire is to, is to reject what God has provided it for you mm -hmm. in exchange for being covetous, mm -hmm. for being having a covet spirit. That's why we have to get to we have to get to the spirit. And then see, when you get to a spirit of contentment, when things go wrong, you ain't as old overwhelmed and stressed and depressed because you say well, you know what mm -hmm. if god is going to provide for me you gotta get that we we, we got to start telling ourselves that every day god is going to provide for me god, god is going to make a way for me. me god is going to provide he's going to provide for me 
That's why I tell a lot of a lot of a lot of gonna get her car is gonna be paid off. Amen. It's gonna be nice. It's Amen. gonna be beautiful because God Amen. is gonna provide. I talk to God about your Amen. car all the time. Me and God got into an argument about it. Hey man, you need to hurry up. This woman doing awesome Amen. work for the kingdom. Come on now, Amen. what's going on? Amen. Amen. Sure. You know, all I, right. You know, because I just got because he know I'm crazy. He know I'm gonna come at him. Hey, bro. God is gonna provide. Amen. God is gonna provide. Yes. So as children of God, being greedy and having a spirit of covetousness is foolish because God's promises to take care of your earthly needs so you can pursue a relationship with him in peace. That's why he said, I will provide your need. See, he Amen. said, I'm going to take care of your needs because I just want you to hang out with me. I don't want nothing to distract you. I don't want nothing to take your eye off of me. Amen. So I... I'll provide everything you got it so you can be in love with me. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank that's why. Amen. That's why God, that's why God go, that's why God gonna provide. Because he Amen. says, if I provide it, you don't got no excuse to be trying to do Amen. it. Yourself. Amen. Yeah. See? Amen. See? See? That's it. That's it. So in addition to this, God gives us freely. Now, guess what? God gives you free two things that no earth, no effort on earth could ever buy. You can go to Walmart. You can go to Fry's. You can go to Safeway. You can go to the gas station. You can go to the strip club. They don't even got it on the corner. Two things God gives you that you can't buy nowhere else. Forgiveness. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. find that way. All right. Get on Amazon right now. And put in forgiveness. They're gonna say, hey, man. Oh, talk about forgiveness. <laughs> what? Forgiveness. Hey, what is what is Helen talking about? What is a lot of Mania? She she lost up forgiveness. Put go go ahead. Go ahead. I'm finna go on there. Amazon now and see. Let's see what, see what they say. <laughs> They're gonna give you a t-shirt that says forgiveness okay, or a hat, but that ain't what you need. Amen. Get on DoorDash and put in, I want eternal life. Nothing. <laughs> that would be good. Only God can provide though. So if we keep our hearts fixed on these treasures, then there can never be anything mm -hmm. in this world that can draw us away from the love of God. Amen. Amen. It's a it's a bunch Don't of focus. It's a bunch Don't of books that come up telling you about forgiveness. Focus on the things that he, peace, joy, forgiveness, grace. Focus on those things. Anyways, do we have any questions or comments, concerns? Stop. Hey, stop it, stop it. Your pet passenger. I don't have to be these commands. Any command. Go ahead. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, thank you for having me tonight, Pastor Jamal. Awesome job. I'm getting a lot from uh, uh, this, just this alone I want one thing that I just wanted to say is that you know when it came to materialistic things I've had it all but when I would be driving or I'm outside enjoying the fresh air God would send in the spiritual bird to me and I go to the word where it says if he'll take care of the birds how much more precious are we and he would mm -hmm. just out of nowhere send me a bird they'll come up to me and it would remind me that I have nothing to worry about physically, mentally, spiritually, uh, materialistic things. And God has supplied my needs every, every step of the way. 
where I used to worry, but now I don't worry anymore because if God took care of it yesterday, the day before, I know he'll take care of it. Amen. 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 That's what I'm talking about. See, that, that's the mindset Amen. we have to have. All my single mothers, I want you, you got to have that mindset. If God provided for me and my children before, he will do it again. Amen. We don't need no, we don't need to be thirsty. We don't need no brother that ain't gonna be on my level spiritually. We can wait on God to provide my Denzel. But in, in the meantime, I got the best provider that money can buy, and money can't even buy him. God will provide. Amen. The Bible said again, like, 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 like he said, the Bible said he takes care of the birds. What does it say? It takes care of the grass, the flowers, the trees. It said, it's, it said, they're not worried. Why are you? You and you were created in his image. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Got nothing to worry about. He's always again, he may not come when you want him, but he comes on time. Right. That's what we have. To, so so again, right on what, time. what we talk about. Uh, 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 uh commandment number eight. Thou should not steal, not just material things. Stop stealing time from God. Start using your talents mm-hmm. for the kingdom of God. We got some folks on here who can sing and dance, who can draw. We got some folks on here who can, I don't know, maybe maybe God wants you to read poems for him. Maybe God wants you to read, uh, uh, help Alana with the announcements. I don't know. Maybe God got some talent for you at work. I don't know. Start using the gifts that God has given you. Start spending time with God before you get on. On Netflix, before you stay, spend 10 hours on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. Spend Amen. a little bit of that day with the God that woke you up. Amen. Amen. Some of y'all can do makeup and can do hair. Some of y'all are good at building things. Some of y'all are good teachers. Use those gifts for the glory of God. Is He ain't talking about just money. He said, he said, I got the money, but I've given you other gifts that can be a blessing for my kingdom. Amen. 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 Okay, the other one is thou should not lie. The greatest lie is when you wake up before you go to bed at night, you better you better tell God to forgive you of your sin. Because if not, you are li- you lying. Because we've all sinned. I sin every day, all day. I love it because I know I can come and get forgiveness. I said, look, I'm not trying to be perfect, Father. I'm just trying to be more like your Son, Jesus, each day. And each day I fall short of the glory of God, but I have forgiveness and grace. Amen. And finally, number 10, we're not gonna be, we don't, we're not gonna covet anything. And then another reason why you don't got covet, do you know God got blessings with your specific name on it? Mm. There's Thank a you. donkey or an ass with your name on it. This is yours Amen. right here. We talked about that subject. This is yours. So, so he said, get off of Susie's ass, get off of Ray Ray and Pookie's ass, and get on yours. Come on. Amen. Amen. Get off. He said, he, and then Amen. you wonder, well, God, why won't it go? Why won't it fit? Because it ain't yours. Get off that ass. God, get the one God has for you. Untie the ass that God has for you. And then you can go ahead and go down into the city as Jesus did. Come on. Amen. Okay, we talked about that Sunday. Jesus didn't just get any ass. He told the disciples, this is what the ass looks like. This is where it's at. Untie it and bring it to me. He was specific in his detail. He knew exactly what ass was for him. And God knows exactly what donkey or ass he has for you. So you don't got to covet for nobody. You don't got to be thirsty. You don't got to be worried. You don't got to be doubtful. All you got to do is trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. That's it. That's it. That's it. I didn't have to. Okay, that's it. I got all these beautiful single women. God, he has a man for you. He's been very plain and clear yeah. with me. He got a car for Alana. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm like, okay, thank you, God. Amen. Me and him be going back thank and forth. He just be listening. I just be yelling and screaming. He just listen. So Alana don't gotta go get a random car and get and get a bad one. Allison, he got a he got a house for Allison. She don't Amen. gotta just go Amen. give money to a thief. Or the devil, she just got to wait. God got her keys waiting on her. He got, man, God is good. Amen. God is Amen. good. God is good. So, again, don't covet. Just just, just wait on God. Um, Sister Pat, you got anything to add? Uh, Alana, Maisha, Sister Comac, uh, Allison, thank you for joining us, sis. Uh, you, you, you made my week. Thank you yeah. for being on. Get uh, on today. Everybody. <laughs> good. Yes, get on. Hey, look at her. See, and you learned something too. I see you smiling, and you learned something. And yes, I'm just as ignorant and loud as I am on Sunday. So you blessed. You you you're not gonna miss a thing. You're not gonna. Miss a thing. Ooh, I'm sweating again. Um, Sister Comac blessed us on Tuesday. Hey, she man. was on the prayer line. She did. She was on the prayer line. She wasn't trying to bless her. She was on the prayer line, and her phone became unmuted, and. We heard all the all the noise in the background and blah 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 blah. It was loud, but my auntie Sheila continued to pray through the noise. She didn't stop. She didn't say, "What the heck is that?" Or, "What can somebody put that for?" She continued to pray, and eventually, the the noise went away, and she continued to pray. And, and Sister Comac texted me and said, "I'm sorry." I said, "No, no, 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 no. What you gave was a blessing." She, what God was trying to tell those on the phone is, even through the distraction. Trust in me and press forward. Amen. She didn't stop. Amen. She didn't stop. Amen. She kept Amen. moving. Amen. So what God is saying, Amen. you're gonna get distracted, Alana. Amen. You're gonna get distracted, Alice and Maisha. They did a sister passes cold Mac Mama. They 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 go. You you gonna have distraction. You're gonna have issues. You, you're gonna have stuff. But remember, you walking through the valley. He didn't say sit, he didn't say stand, he didn't say run. He said keep, keep walking through the valley. Walk through. So wow, uh, and, and, and it, it was for Brother Addis too. He said, Oh wow, I got to yes, yes, push through. She didn't stop praying, she continued to pray no matter what was going on. She was Amen. gonna continue to talk to her Amen. guy. And that's what God wants you to do. No matter, I don't care what happens, I don't care how bad it gets. If you got faith in the Lord. And you know God is able. You keep praying. You keep pressing through. Amen. And eventually, guess what? The noise went away. It went away because God said, "Okay, good enough." So, thank you, Sister Coleman. I know you. I I know you didn't think it was, but I I had to tell you blessed us because you because God taught us something through you. That oh wow okay even though things may get hard things may get noisy things may get staticky if I just continue to pray if I continue to press forward the noise is gonna go away. Thank you, Lord. All right. Amen. So everybody have a blessed Thursday. Y'all come up with something for Bible study next week. Y'all, y'all, y'all learn the Ten Commandments. Now go teach those religious people that you know what thou should not steal really mean. You can let them know. I'm uh-huh. Y'all, y'all talking about stealing from the stealing from the offering basket, which is wrong, but I've been stealing from God with my time and with my gifts. Mm -hmm. I'm good now. I'm gonna make sure I spend more time with God. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure I do right. Y'all have a blessed Thursday. Anybody got any more questions? Y'all never have no questions. I'm not doing that good of a job.